Hi, and welcome. My name is Elizabeth Jones. I'm a Wright State University student and an organizational leadership major. This podcast is my capstone event. Now, our task was to find a leadership concept that genuinely interests us and that we would like to learn more about in order to share it with others. I'm a 26-year Air Force veteran, so I have a lot of leadership experience that I attained during my time in the military. And that's not to say that I have nothing to learn. I still have a lot to learn. But one of the things that always stood out to me over the years is that a lot of leaders seem to have a problem being able to be straightforward and honest. That is what I want to talk about. Being honest in the workplace is still difficult for a lot of people, and the problem can be understood and overcome. I've put a good deal of time into researching this topic to complement my personal experiences. I was nervous to do this because I've hardly even heard any podcasts, let alone thought of doing one. I did a lot of research into what to do, what software to use, to record and edit, and what equipment to use. As I learned more, that nervousness turned into excitement. I am excited to do this, and who knows, it may be something that I continue to do. This is episode one of two, and this first episode focuses on why honesty in the workplace is so important and why people seem to struggle with being honest. The second episode will be all about how to change that behavior and learn how to become comfortable with being truthful. I want to begin by establishing a foundation and a bit of backstory. No one thinks that they're a liar or that they're purposely not telling the truth. I thought that I was an honest person. As I came up in the ranks in the military and became a leader and a manager, I felt that I was being honest. But there is such a thing as dishonesty by omission. I realized that I was nervous to really say what needed to be said. That could come from inexperience, lack of confidence, or even dealing with a worker who has a strong or overbearing personality. It wasn't until I was around someone who is effortlessly straightforward that I realized that wasn't me. It wasn't what I was doing, and I knew I needed to get better. The benefit for me was that this person who was so candid was at the time my husband, and I got to see how he reacted and dealt with a variety of situations and personalities. He was in the military as well and in a career field with strong-minded, confident, and aggressive individuals. They were EOD techs. That means explosive ordnance disposal or the bomb squad for the lay person. What I saw was that he was genuine and direct and his people appreciated it. I observed that his personnel would follow him to the ends of the earth, which in that career field can unfortunately be necessary. Moreover, it gave me the opportunity to learn a great deal, and it was a huge benefit to be able to witness how he handled situations and to see what worked for him. Now, what works for one person doesn't always work for somebody else. We all have to find our own styles, and we have to be who we are, our authentic selves. People can tell when we're behaving otherwise. I mean, just because I see somebody say or do something, I may say those words or try to give off the same type of vibe as they did, and I sound like a fool. We each have to find our own way to do things with the knowledge we've attained and make it work for us. That's what I was able to do, and it took practice and patience and time to become comfortable with being straightforward, but it molded me into a sincere and authentic leader. Let's face it, even if we've refined our truth-telling skills, it could still be a challenge to be honest. Many leaders and managers within the workplace struggle every single day being able to be truthful with themselves, their peers, their subordinates. Why is it so difficult? 
dishonesty in the workplace is a problem that not only affects those who are being dishonest, but it affects every employee, peer, team, production outcome, customer relationship, and the overall health of an organization. Every bit of that can suffer because people don't know how to or are afraid to be truthful. I want to say right now, for the sake of not being completely repetitious throughout this entire time, that when I use words like truth, truthful, honest, straightforward, genuine, authentic, candid, open, sincere, I mean honest. All of those words signify honesty and being truthful. So please, I don't want you to misconstrue anything that I'm saying when I use those words. I mean honesty. We need to begin by understanding why honesty is so important. Honesty impacts workers and organizations, and we need to realize how being genuine can truly impact people and how they engage at work. In her doctoral dissertation from 2017, Simone Miskellis investigated numerous aspects of what makes employees engaged, disengaged, and even actively disengaged. Let's pause for a moment and talk about what that means. Your engaged employees are the ones that work with passion. They feel connected to the job and maybe even the company. Their contributions help push the organization forward. Disengaged employees tend to be more checked out. They drift through their day. They put their time in at work, but they don't have drive or excitement for what they do. Lastly, we have our actively disengaged employees. Those are the ones who are not at all happy at work. They stay busy showing their discontent. They are the workers that undermine and may even sabotage the hard work that their engaged co-workers are doing. Moskelis' study found conscientiousness and emotional stability were positively related to an employee's engagement. Her paper looked at attributes that lend themselves to being agreeable, and trust is one of those attributes. This is what I want to zoom in on. The author's results showed that the honesty-humility trait was the most significant predictor of job performance. She exhibits how the honesty-humility trait affects job satisfaction, commitment, behavior, and that all-important employee engagement. Similarly, another study done in 2013 by Baba Tunde Ogunfawara and Joshua Burdage examines the connection between the honesty-humility trait and leadership emergence. They explored how people who were low in the honesty-humility are prone to use moral disengagement. That moral disengagement could be related negatively to awareness of leadership emergence. And what we're talking about here is there are individuals who are convinced that ethical standards within certain conditions or situations just don't apply to them. And these people who think that they are able to live outside of principles that govern most people's behavior don't tend to step up as leaders. Please stay with me here. I know I'm referring to a lot of studies, but the fact is that these individuals have thoroughly investigated behaviors and were able to benefit from the results they discovered about why we do the things that we do. I want to establish firm groundwork for what has been happening and why honesty is so important, then we can get into why it's lacking. As we move on, we have an article by authors simply known as The Editors. The article is from 2022. It's entitled, Why is Honesty Important in Leadership? 30 Reasons. The editors theorize that people are more likely to cooperate with honest leaders than with dishonest leaders. They go on to suggest that employees will go the extra mile for a moral leader. So am I going to go out of my way for somebody who I know is being honest with me as opposed to somebody who might be misleading me? (laughs) No doubt, I absolutely am. 
The authors insisted that honesty lays a foundation for an organization because it promotes effective communication, transparency, meaning nothing is hidden and everybody knows what's going on, and accountability, which is essential for effective communication. If you can't have faith in the person that you're communicating with, it's going to lead to distrust and unwillingness to disclose information. Talking about transparency, at one point about midway through my military career, I had an enlisted leader who had a habit of telling her personnel, I know more than I'm saying. I cannot even tell you how that made my blood boil more and more each time I heard it because there was always that air of secrecy and it made people doubt that leader and we didn't trust her. We didn't rely on her because we always felt that there was something underhanded going on that we weren't allowed to be a part of, which obviously there was. Now, James Cousins and Barry Posner had a book published in 2011 titled Credibility. And like the editors, Cousins and Posner focus on the honesty of leaders and found that authentic leaders tend to get honest followers in return. They propose that honesty aids in creating a genuine and truthful organizational atmosphere. Several of the authors that I brought up all agree that employees typically see influential leaders as honest people and believe that principal leaders won't abandon the truth or misrepresent data. They claim that nobody wants a dishonest leader and that honesty is the single most sought after leadership quality. Kuzis and Posner looked at what fortifies a leader's capacity to foster and maintain credibility with their staff. And they posit that not only is it vital for leaders to be honest with others, but they need to be honest with themselves. Why is it so hard for people to be honest? It mainly comes down to fear. We need to figure out how to get past that fear to be sincere leaders. What is it that we're scared of? There are those coworkers and subordinates who have strong and aggressive personalities, and sometimes we aren't sure how to talk to them, so we tiptoe around the truth with them. Other times, we're worried about disappointing people and them not liking us. We also have a fear of what we don't know. Regardless of the reason, we have to start by being honest with ourselves, meaning that we need to deal with why the problem exists why it's so difficult to say what really needs to be said in the workplace. First off, it can be really difficult for a leader to admit they don't know something. They want to be the one that people can look to and come to and be able to resolve any situation. We all know that is just not how things work. There's an article published on BeTheBusiness.com. It's called The Honest Leaders Not Afraid to Admit They Don't Know It All. And you know what? Nobody knows everything. The Honest Leader article states that while it might be tantalizing to lead from the front, ethical leaders need to be able to recognize and acknowledge that employees may be better at their jobs than the leader is. There are so many times that we hear leaders being criticized. Let's say particularly the President of the United States. My mom and I have had conversations and my mom has brought up multiple times, why did they make this decision? Why didn't they do it this way? And my reply to her is, the president has one of the smartest groups of individuals surrounding him and advising him. He has made decisions based on all of the information from people who know more than he knows about the topics and situations. Then we sit here on the outside wanting to criticize and judge those decisions, which is our right, absolutely. But we have nowhere near the information that group of experts and the president has. That scenario applies to the point I'm trying to make. That is that there are strong and intelligent leaders that surround themselves with skilled and brilliant workers. And the authors of the Honest Leaders article assert that leaders shouldn't be afraid or ashamed to know what they don't know. 
That's why we surround ourselves with these people. The article really focuses on entrepreneur Carolyn Plum, who believes being open and honest and asking really good questions is an effective business strategy. Of course it is. Asking questions doesn't make it seem like you're ignorant or that you don't know what's going on with the business that you're leading or managing. What it means is that you've surrounded yourself with experts and you're willing to concede that they have answers to those questions. That's why they're there. If you could do it by yourself, they wouldn't be there. Plum believes that being authentic and genuine is necessary and that being anything other than yourself can be time consuming and exhausting. What a good point. If you've ever told a lie, you know it can be hard to keep up with the lies that you've told and who you've told them to, especially if you've gotten yourself deep off into a lie. Now you have to run around the truth and keep making up stories to back up your lies. So yeah, being honest, it's a great way to save time and reduce stress. It's imperative that leaders don't avoid difficult situations. As leaders, we have to learn how to communicate so that our message has a long-term positive results. There have been many studies that recognize the difficulty of being honest with subordinates. There was an article published in Forbes Online by author Mary Juton in September 2019. Juton states, The saying that honesty is the best policy is one of the oldest in the proverbial book, but its longevity speaks to its wisdom. I'm sure almost all of us have heard the saying that honesty is the best policy, and it's still being said because it still rings true. It's vitally important. Juton admits that dishonesty can be tempting and it can be an easy path and that some people may think that they could justify being dishonest. Those may be some of the same people who can rarely stop at a couple of untruths. She asserts that leaders have to emphasize being honest over trying to keep the peace or having people like them. Being straightforward and truthful with employees can prevent problems from becoming major issues. What have we talked about this far? We've talked about the overarching problem of leaders being able to be honest in the workplace and the importance of being straightforward because it rallies support and it makes people want to follow you. Employees feel that a leader who has integrity is somebody that they want to follow and that they believe is going to do the right thing and great things. That's why integrity is a highly sought after trait in leaders and all employees, to be honest. Why are people having such a hard time being honest? It could merely stem from a simple lack of morals and integrity, but it could also be that leaders are afraid of not knowing the answers or not knowing how to do something or even being afraid to make the wrong decision. How many times do we have to stop and deliberate over what we're going to do in a situation because we just don't want to make the wrong call? We see right and wrong choices within different decisions and choosing a way forward can have positive and negative impacts on people regardless of what we decide. It's about being open, candid, and transparent about why we've made decisions. This helps people understand because workers don't always have all the information that management and leaders have. We don't have to disclose every detail because there are certain things that don't need to be or shouldn't be voiced. But we also don't need to make people think that we're hiding things. Ultimately, we can't be afraid to make the wrong decision. Part of that problem with making decisions or being straightforward is that leaders don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want people to dislike them. This alone is probably one of the biggest problems why people are afraid to be honest. Leaders and managers don't want to be the one to say no or be the bearer of bad news. They don't want to deny advancement or a raise or feel that they are impeding progress for somebody. 
honesty is a mighty tool that wields immense power, and that will earn employee support and faith over time. Erin Levy had a book published in 2019 titled Open, Honest, and Direct, A Guide to Unlock Your Team's Potential. Levy is the founder and CEO of Raise the Bar, which is an organization that focuses on helping companies create high-performing teams by building better leaders. This guy knows what he's talking about. And he claims that building a solid and successful business requires more than just great employees and a good product. The strength of any organization is going to rest with the leaders and how they operate. He is adamant that leaders must be open, honest, and direct to truly know their people and to win their hearts. Win their hearts. What an ingenious concept. It isn't just about coming to work, pushing a product through, getting people to do their jobs, clocking out at the end of the day and making a profit. Leadership is about knowing your people so that you win their trust. Show them they can have faith in you and they will want to put in their best work. This is how you create engaged employees who really want to put in the time and the effort and hopefully enjoy coming to work and enjoy the work they do. We can fall into the trap of wanting to be liked. And I'm telling you, I've said it before, I don't need to be liked to do my job appropriately. However, When it comes down to it, dang it, we all want to be liked because that is an aspect of people wanting to follow you. It's not just that you have integrity, that you are an outstanding leader, that you're charismatic. Those things all lend to people liking you, at least a little bit. And we're afraid that if we tell somebody that they're doing a substandard job or that they're not living up to expectations or they need to improve on something, that they're going to dislike us. And that's not necessarily the case. Again, I go back to that time about midway into my military career when I was learning how to be direct. There was a staff sergeant that everyone liked, but they also feared her attitude at times. She could be hot-headed and lippy. She was going through a difficult time in her life, and these episodes of her acting up were occurring more often. One day, one of our doctors came to me and told me that the staff sergeant had mouthed off to him in front of a patient. The doctor didn't feel comfortable handling the situation. There were many things that had to happen in this instance. First, I told the doctor the importance of squashing the situation right away and letting the staff sergeant and the patient know that the behavior was unacceptable, in a professional way, of course. It was a military environment, and it was important that good discipline was maintained. Secondly, I caught the patient before they left and let them know the problem would be addressed, and I apologized for the occurrence. Lastly, I asked the staff sergeant to come to my office so we could talk. Because I knew about the difficult situation in her life, I started by asking how she was feeling. She relaxed and she got a few things off of her chest. She expressed that she was feeling stressed and upset. That opened the door for me to bring up how she had acted. Because the doctor didn't say anything to her, she didn't realize that how she had acted was a problem. We talked about how it looked for her to behave that way in front of the patient and that it was disrespectful to both the patient and the doctor who was a military officer. She felt badly. Not only did she apologize to me for her behavior, but she thanked me for checking her on it. She thanked me. That is the first time someone thanked me for telling them they had messed up, and it set the stage for me becoming more comfortable doing it. I can't say that she completely turned her behavior around after that incident, but she was better. She could have spouted off and the situation could have gone a completely different way. This was a staff member who people feared because of her attitude. One person being open with her made a big difference. In this podcast episode, we talked about honesty in the workplace, how important it is for a healthy work environment. 
and why leaders and people overall shy away from being truthful. In my next episode, I will discuss how to overcome these things to start being more straightforward and create a cohesive, trusting, and productive workplace. I want to thank you for listening, and I wish you all the best. Please join me again. Take care.